This is the Tech Talks playlist from Web Summit. I'm your host, David Savage. We've been going around Web Summit and we've talked to five people from the conference floor, trying to find out why they're here, what's going on, and what the buzz is on the ground in Lisbon. This is your twice weekly technology podcast brought to you by the Harvey Nash Group, where we talk to leaders across the industry and bring you a bit of technology news. Hope you enjoy this playlist. So I'm chatting with Laura and Jules from Tally Market. It is Tally Market, not just Tally. Yes. It's worth checking. It's a new company. Like, how do you put yourself out there into the world? Uh, and we've just had breakfast in Lisbon, which is nice. How come you're at a web summit? Uh, we've just come for a week with the team uh, to do, yeah, chat to other startups, some of the clients that we work with are here, um, do some nice team bonding. Uh, we're using some of the workspaces. We have a couple of co-working spaces in Lisbon, so... Yeah. Trying out a couple of them. Went to a nice one yesterday. For the first time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, first time overseas since COVID started. So. Yeah, it's all a bit kind of. Is this going to be weird? No, it's not weird. Yeah. Almost it's... <laughs> instantly, it's kind of very normal again. Uh, so look, co-working alludes to what Tally Market does. So, what is what is the platform? What are you trying to put out into the market? Um, so, in Tally Market, essentially, it's just a really easy way for companies to provide their teams with a flexible workspace. So we are a marketplace. So on one side, we have teams sign up, add their employees. Their employees um, are allocated tokens that they can use to book workspace. And from the workspace point of view, we partner with Tog, Landmark, Carpentry, Runway East. We have like over 1,300 workspaces on the platform. So employees can book group spaces. They can book private offices by the day. They can book hot desks. It's kind of the idea that you only pay for what you use because essentially you don't want to pay for an office that your employees are using. So I suppose my question would be which which kind of organisations then fall into that sweet spot of not wanting to pay for an office that's beyond their needs, perhaps, or too big, and a startup where there's there's got to be a sweet spot, right? For this. So we're very popular with small startups that don't have an office at all because yep. you can book an office once a week via the platform so you've still got somewhere where your whole team can come together. And you're not tied into like the old traditional kind yeah. of traditional WeWork, isn't that weird saying traditional WeWork, but <laughs> yeah. that kind of style model. Yeah, and also I guess the other nice thing is if your team is changing sides, like not having any commitment of being able to just book what you need is useful because you're a company that's growing really fast like the size of your office will change um, but then I guess the other side of it is all of these companies that are downsizing their office um, so you know they no longer have a desk for everyone mm. and actually that's not particularly fair so you know a lot of younger people don't have a good place to work from home so they do want somewhere to go and um, it's kind of supporting that as well yeah so I suppose then the question mark becomes why do people want that style of an environment over you know you know how we've had this kind of culture around go to a coffee shop work from a coffee shop we were talking before we hit record about the example of two people who might live in Clapham they don't want to go into town why would they choose this over going to say a quiet coffee shop where they could sit and work there and that wouldn't cost them yeah, I think there's a couple of things. I mean, the first thing is you feel a little bit awkward sitting in a coffee shop all day and you don't know that there's going to be like good Wi-Fi yeah. facilities. And then the second thing is like, if you are younger and say you might have an office, you don't want to travel to the office, but you do want to have like good facilities to work, essentially. 
So people, we find people, the majority of people, actually look really high quality workspaces. So they want like standing desks, they want natural light, they want showers, they want whiteboards. I think also a lot of our teams book room spaces, or like they might book a meeting room, and they want to have a whiteboard, they want a monitor, they want video conferencing. Like I think if you if you are going to go out the high house, you do actually want like a higher level of facilities to be able to work. Yeah. So how did the idea come about? Because you've both worked in startups, but Laura, you work in kind of like health, right? So it's yeah. quite different. <laughs> it was a marketplace though. So I work for a healthcare marketplace, Florence, mm-hmm. um, and they used to carers and nurses um, in shifts and care homes. Um, so, you know, COVID was quite an up and down year because obviously that hit the care industry massively. Yeah. Um, they're doing really, really well now. But yeah, at the time, you know, we we're paying for this massive office that no one was using and we were, you know, stuck in a lease for the next three years. Um, so being a finance person, you're kind of looking at this thinking it doesn't add up. Um, so that was kind of my take on it. I guess you had a slightly different Experience. Yeah, I was working at a startup um, and they had a massive office for 100 people. They downsized it. They had a lot of young employees who basically you're on Zoom calls with them and everyone's working from their bedroom. Like me personally, I have a terrible space to work at home. Like I had to buy myself a desk. So I would be doing, as you say, like going to coffee shops down the road and spending loads of money and being a little bit resentful. I was like, I'm spending like £10, feeling a bit awkward, can't really go to the office. Yeah, that's a good point about coffee shops. You've got to buy coffee. Yeah, and I think the other thing is, like, we originally started Tanner Market, and it was really nice to be able to use underutilised spaces. So it is really nice to bring people to go to, like, coffee shops, restaurants and stuff. And we do have some hospitality venues on the platform, but we do make sure we really vet them so we know that it's a good space to work. Because essentially the whole idea is using underutilised spaces. It's like matching up people with underutilised spaces for them to work. Um, So I guess the idea developed. At the beginning, it was obviously a bit of a side hustle. And then the whole idea was about using tally market in addition to an office but then as Laura said loads of people got rid of their office managed to get out of their leases and it became kind of like a full solution when everyone was thinking I actually only need an office one day a week so it became a much broader solution than we originally imagined. So that idea of underutilized offices are you seeing a trend in terms of spaces that want to be on the platform actually being in city centres because this whole idea about all co-working spaces it's in the suburbs it's a little bit out of the centre you happen say not having to go into the city centre but I suppose as, as organisations downsize people I think people want to go into London but yeah, it might be that yeah. there's a lot of office space that's kind of sitting there underutilised that could be ideally suited for getting together on a very ad hoc basis yeah. and making it feel like it's more of an event going in and then maybe going out to I don't know flight club or some kind of golf thing I can't remember what it's called now for some energy so <laughs> but that kind of thing yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's like a lot of, our most popular areas are like London Bridge, King's Cross, those kind of like commuter centres in the middle yeah. of London. And then a lot of the spaces that we work with, I guess people come to us and they're like, I would like a meeting room to meet with the team. But actually probably what they want is a private office. And there's so many private offices spare in the centre of London at the moment. So it's possible to get them for the day, for a week, for a couple of days a week. So like, just as you say, there's so much unused space yeah. near those city centres. And I think the operators themselves are kind of becoming a bit more flexible. They were so stuck in their ways. They're definitely becoming a bit more flexible. And the spaces themselves are becoming more flexible in terms of like what they're able to offer. It's part of that yeah. wider conversation, isn't it, about what happens to the city of London? Yeah, exactly. And, and I think the way different teams use it is really different. And that's been really interesting to see. So we have you know, teams that use it for their quarterly meetup versus teams that use it weekly and 
how all of these different companies work, it's it's just so different. So I think it's being able to provide the flexibility to do exactly what they want. Um, we had like a really nice team who there were I think about ten people at the beginning, and they had an office that they used in Whitechapel, so that was convenient for everyone. So they used that like a couple of times a week. Um, they would book like day passes. And then as their team grew, they just like completely reassessed where all their employees are, and they like shifted their center of gravity. So now they're in Holborn, so that's more convenient for everyone. And it is really nice because you can like actually think about what your team needs, who's around at that specific time like we're able to change and I think there's something about a little bit about when you're in a new space you do feel a bit more creative like even yesterday when we were in a space in Lisbon it was really nice to see the team like a little bit more excited because we were like in a new space in a new environment like that just I I find like you often remember your day based on where you were so when you have gone somewhere different from a workshop or whatever the way you think about that workshop is completely different so yeah I think it is creative to change space as well in terms of outcomes, do you talk to, to the companies using it in terms of what they're getting out of it from productivity or collaboration? Do you talk in those terms? Because at the minute, when you talk to leaders within organisations, they're very concerned about the fact that, yeah, productivity is fine. In fact, it's almost too good to the point the teams are burning themselves out, perhaps. And that's this whole great resignation thing that's going on in the press at the minute. Our teams, our employees too burnt out versus the fact that collaboration is proved difficult. You know, is, is that a, a thing that they're talking about when they're talking to you? Yeah, I think the main benefit is the collaboration aspect, as you say. And we do a lot of focus groups with teams. So quite often we'll like go to the workspaces with teams that we use a lot. And they're like, it's so nice. It's the first time we've met in person. And they're really finding that that helps. And the way that they structure the days on the days that they meet, it's like they don't have Zoom calls. They just proactively, quite a lot of the teams will book a few smaller meeting rooms or group spaces so that they can have like breakout sessions. And then, they, as you say, they do social things. So they like go for lunch together or like they bond together and they haven't seen each other in ages. So that is like the main reason that they're using us is to be able to collaborate. I suppose you're basically filling the gap that a WeWork has left behind perhaps in as much as people do want a slightly more fluid version of that style of model. Exactly, yeah. It's quite funny when we talk to clients, they're like, I want a workspace, but I don't want free beer. Like, it's kind of funny how, like, <laughs> yeah, the culture has changed though. Yeah. Now it's like, they want you work to live, not live to work. Do you know what I mean? Like, people don't want to be, like, stuck in the office for as long as possible. Oh, it's yeah. like minimising the time and maximising, like, the enjoyment you get out of going in. Absolutely. I mean, we work, we're talking about doing We Live, weren't they? Kind of accommodation in the same space as working and kind of bringing the whole thing into one environment, which I think the pandemic has shown everyone. They want the exact opposite. Yeah. They want to be able to work, but have the release into normal life and, and everything else that that's given I think, them. I think that's the other side of it as well. It's the convenience of having places that are local. Yeah. Um, like one of the things we're like very passionate about is trying to find locations near to people's homes so that people don't have to commute for yeah. all of these, you know, the environmental reasons, as well as you know, I want to go somewhere five minutes down the road and yeah, yeah I just focus on work. What we were talking about yesterday is like we want to make it so it's like fun. Like you know, when you go on Airbnb or Booking.com and you're like, oh, that looks nice, and you look at the pictures and you're like, I really want to go somewhere that they have barista coffee, or I want to go somewhere that has a rooftop, or I want to go to a people workspace because I really care about sustainability. It's like you can find a space that suits you, and it should be like a 
bum thinks she's the place that you want to go to, not like, yeah. oh, I have to go to the place that like my boss has told me that I have to go to. <laughs> like it becomes interesting. Like we just added reviews and like you can ask like questions, etc. Like we will be able to do that. So it's really fun to be able to like make it more of like a social community thing about like where do you want to choose and like actually be excited to go. I, I imagine where has good coffee more than where has free beer. Matters yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. People people don't like coming into our office because yes. our coffee's rubbish. Yeah. The big ones are like natural light, <laughs> good coffee, and different types of milk. So people are very fussy about the milk that they want yeah. these days. So. I'm sure my parents and parents in law if they ever listen to this be like fucking hell. <laughs> I know people prioritise the wrong stuff. Um, look, you two met at university. So you've obviously known each other for a long time. But what makes a good co founder? I think we're very honest with each other. Um, like we're never afraid to say what we're thinking or, you know, like challenge each other, I guess. Um, and I think that openness yeah, means that we, yeah. We have a very different skill set as well. I'm definitely like the, I just say things can happen and I don't check whether they can happen or not. And Laura's definitely the- You said you've got a finance background, Yeah, right? so I've got a finance background. So just like, oh, we're doing this and I'll be running around like, I think it's good to reading the contracts. And <laughs> definitely. So I think it's good, like, definitely have a different skill set, which is really helpful. And I think also because we know that we couldn't do what each other do. So, you know, that, like, we back each other to yeah. do the things that we're good at. And we were working on Tally Market for quite a long time whilst doing our other businesses. Like, I went part time, we were doing it as a side hustle for ages. Yeah, yeah. So, having, like, the capacity of having two people whilst we did that, and, like, still, like, sometimes I don't know how sole founders do it. Like, Having yeah. two people is essential. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's been lovely to chat to you both uh, and have a bit of breakfast. Definitely needed. So um, I hope the rest of the conference goes as well as it can. Yeah, thank you too. Have fun.